Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the 26th episode of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast, uh, where we ch- each week, uh, my friends, Adam, uh, Grant, and myself, uh, Ben, talk about the week in Star Wars news and many other Star Wars-related ideas, themes, and theories. Um, this week, Grant couldn't make it, uh, so it's just Adam and I, um, but Adam's going to take over the uh, Core World news, um, and we were going to get into uh, the first chapter of Hero of a Thousand Faces um, called Departure, um, but we are going to push that back uh, another week so that Grant can um, be involved with that. He has he has notes for days. Yes. Um, so with no further ado, um, let's hand it over to Adam with Core World News. Talk about what happened this week. All right. There's a lot going on in the Core Worlds this week is how I think Grant normally says it. <laughs> uh, so we got a lot of news going on. Um, Grant was like, happy enough to text us some ideas and stuff that he was putting together. Um, the first uh, thing we'll talk about is Kelly Marie Tran mm. uh, wrote an op-ed piece uh, for the New York Times, I believe, um, where she addressed uh, the harassment she was experiencing online and why she decided to get you know off of off of social media. Um, really a powerful article. Um, I'm very glad it's an op-ed. It's not an interview because yeah. oftentimes when there's an interview, people can dissect that and say, what did the uh, what did the reporter leave out? What did the reporter yeah. leave in? Great point. And this is her words, only solely her words. And, and I think that's really important because you can't deny them and you can't interpret you can't them parse any other them way. And, exactly. Yeah, this is, these are my words. Yeah. yeah um, you know, With I, the failing New yeah. York Times <laughs> Right. Yeah. No one read it. So it's, it's yeah. fine. I'm sure she had zero impact. And, I know. It was really helpful. Yeah. Good for them to help out yeah. uh, that failing newspaper. And, so you know, she didn't necessarily address anything specific, um, which I thought was important because I think a big part of what she was talking about is that this was awful what she went through, but it's also a bit par for the course in her life that, that she has... Yeah. As a Vietnamese American uh, woman um, in this day and age, she's felt this a lot from childhood on. And so this is just kind of more. And she needed to uh, take herself off of social media because she's starting to do what she did as a child, which is internalize some of these 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 things that were being said about her. Yeah, which is so great. And I love the fact that she that she took some time to like mm-hmm. step away, to yep. get some perspective, to compose her thoughts and then speak them clearly because i mean what's important about this is that she's she was not retreating <laughs> yeah she was you know reorienting herself she was getting some some movement and kelly marie tran is not going away it's no. quite clear but you know by the end of this um we hear that and she spoke intelligently thoughtfully uh with a message that um i love to hear yeah agreed. every day and i think a lot of people in this country um can you know you know, it's a message that they can appreciate yep. and understand. Um, you and I, maybe not as much as as, as some, but you know, sure. there's a lot of, you know, 
America is mostly minorities. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're, yes. We're all minorities. Yes, we are uh, majority minority in a right. lot of ways. And, yeah. And, and and that's the case. And you know, I'm not going to read a lot of the quotes from it. Um, if you haven't read it, it's worth going out there and reading. But I, I want to read kind of the beginning and the end of, of, of what she said. Because I think do. it says, so she started out by saying, and this is specifically addressing um, what people are saying about her after episode eight. And she says, it wasn't their words. It's that I started to believe them. Their words seem to confirm what growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me, that I belong in margins and spaces, valid only as a minor character in their lives and stories. Yeah. And I think that is, and she goes on to kind of express what that meant and how that affected her, but I think that is really the the, the key to what she's saying and, and really important that, you know, I think that first line, it wasn't their words, it's that I started to believe them is so important. Because, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. We have freedom of speech in this country up until a point. I, I, right. This is my area. I think I we're at that this. point now. <laughs> right. Well, so that's what I was going to say is that we have freedom of speech. Yeah. But just because something is our right doesn't yeah. mean there's not also a responsibility attached to that right. If Absolutely. you don't exercise that right responsibly, it's going to get taken away from you. Yeah. We have a history of that in this country and in that in this world. And if you're left, right, or center, you can think of examples that, that affect your political and social beliefs that where rights have been taken away. Yeah. And um, we see it happening currently now in other countries. Um, other countries? Yes. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, where specifically people are being yeah. punished for speaking out politically, right? Yeah. And so oh, Russia, it happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I know people have your opinions. Is it really worth exercising your right to say that you don't like someone yeah. <laughs> for no reason? Is that yeah, really a good you... use of your time? Right. And yeah. how, who is that benefiting? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure, I think our audience, if you're still listening to us in episode 26... We're probably preaching to the choir on a yes. lot of these social issues, so I, I don't want to, no. you know, mansplain or you know talk down to people. I, I think I think yeah. you all get it out there, but yeah. I just appreciate what they're doing. Um, but they're, yeah, there's a lot of this going on, and I mean, it, I, I, I mean, I fall victim to this too. I mean, obviously, like she's this is her whole life, and this is her yes. nationality, and this is her yep. identity. But on a much less important level, I mean, I feel like that's what happened to me with um, with the the prequels. It was like I heard mm. all this crap yep. from people, and I started to believe it. Yeah, and and you know I, that's why I said with the sequels, I'm like I'm not gonna let that happen. Like I know yeah. the experience I had, yeah. and I and and that's nothing anyone else is gonna say can yes. was really gonna no. change that. And I mean I'm always willing to listen to intelligent criticism, and I've learned a ton from you yeah. and Grant. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just really it's just really great message that she's sending out, yeah. and um, she sounds great, and yeah, it's awesome. And I'll just read the very end because I, 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 no one can say it better than how she said it at the very right. end. And she says, you, may, you might know me as Kelly. I am the first woman of color to have a leading role in a Star Wars movie. I am the first Asian woman to appear on the cover of Vanity Fair. My real name is Long, and I am just getting started. Yeah, awesome. Which is awesome. And, Good you know, for you, Kelly. Can't wait. Or people, long. yeah, I, yes, whatever she's going whatever to go by. And, 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 um, People bring real life experiences into the roles that they play. Yeah. And this is not me arguing that this is a good thing that this happened to her in any stretch. I don't want to say that, but yeah. I think we're going to get a different Rose Tycho in episode nine, especially if we're doing a time jump. As we've discussed before, she's going to be, um, I think, a leader, you know, and yeah. I think and I think having to prove herself as a leader before that. I think, you know, a lot of the really only weapons one of or the strongest weapons I'll say against toxicity and trolls and this terrible behavior and even things in American politics about you know just anti-truth 
sort of ideals. Right. It, it, it needs to come from these people that have that can get an op-ed in the New York Times. Yes. Yeah. And can um, have these platforms. People, right. they're, they're people of power within these subgenres, yes. and they need to speak out and they need to say this message. Yes. And it's it's their burden, and it's not easy to do. I mean, yeah. I'd like to say. You know, we all have that responsibility. Yeah. When I go down the street and I hear someone, you know, s- preaching a bunch of ranches, racist stuff at the top of his lungs, like I did yeah. in Rhode Island, you know, the other week, I was like, yeah. I mean, I was on the job and I didn't want to make a political stand and lose my job right there. Right. But still, maybe I should have, because it's like, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. in my world, racism doesn't, you know, there's no, no no excuse for it. From from no, there's no excuse for it. And and you know, it's important for people like Kelly Marie Tran to be able to do this because they can only speak to their experiences, which is not my experience as a yeah. white cisgendered yeah. male. No. I've been very I, I hit the social and genetic jackpot in right. a lot of ways. Um I am overweight. That's probably the only thing I've ever dealt with and I felt be marginalized for that, yeah. but not compared to anywhere near. So I can't imagine. So it's important that people hear her voice. Um, and it's important for people like her. And it's important for people like us to yeah. hear that because it reminds us what our responsibility is in the world when, yeah. we, when we encounter these things. Because it's really easy just to hang your head down or go across the street. Um, but it's important to stand up, but it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for her. I hope yeah. we hear more from her. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be interesting if she decided to just go to Law and Tran. Yeah, like, and that, that's what she used. Like, I mean, I feel like that. Sudden now, she's a yes. civil rights hero. And, yes, you know, in worldwide. Yeah, you know, she didn't probably didn't want to have to do that, no. but yeah. you know, I mean, that's what's kind of cool about Star Wars, man. I mean, that's what diversity is. What this is about, freedom yeah. is about is what this is about. Yeah. You know, doing what's right for people. Um. So, yeah, awesome yeah. stuff from her. Yeah, so that's a fun way to start it off. Um, right. But uh, it's important, and I think it, it connects to what we're talking about, and I think it will impact episode nine. I think we'll have a direct impact on, mm. on, on what was written and what we'll see on the screen. Yeah, I mean, like we've said, Star Wars is inherently political mm-hmm. and sociopolitical, and yeah. uh, I'm very interested to hear and to see how much of current political climate really gets reflected in the new movie. Yeah, it'd be or very movies. interesting. Yeah, or movies, yeah. Um, second uh, news piece, uh, the Resistance uh, trailer dropped, I think, right after we yeah. taped last week. So so it's been out for a few days now. Yeah. Um, What'd you think? I mean, it's always hard for me to have an opinion because of Star Wars, and so I get tingles no matter <laughs> what. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I really liked it. I, I, You know, we've had talks about... Um, the differences and similarities in animation between um, Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. And the aesthetics are different between the two. Yeah. Macquarie is much more featured in, in Macquarie-like art is much more featured in Rebels. But the animation to me is still that specific type of Saturday morning computer animation. Yeah. Um, which is fine by me. Yeah. But I was a little bummed when I saw Rebels. I'm like, oh, it feels like they just were able to replace, like, they took like 80% and fixed 20% of it or changed 20% of it I should yeah. say oh you mean going from Clone from Wars. Clone Wars to Rebels yeah. yeah and this seems like Resistance seems like something very 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 different and I'm excited for kind of a difference yeah. that anime yeah. style that we talked about and when I heard that I went okay sure they're gonna kind of go that way but I felt like they actually really went very anime with this yeah, yeah. I, that, that was the one word that came to mind when mm-hmm. I saw it as well um, I mean they, they went really bold with Clone Wars where it was this 3D style animation which yeah. was like it was cool and it I was, could see yeah. how George would like you know yep. like a, a, a logical step away from sort of live acting um, but yeah so I'm interested to see a traditional cartoon hopefully it won't 
pull me out of the galaxy too much. Yes. Um, it looked beautiful. It was yeah. so bright. I mean, it looked like, you know, some people online compared it to Star Fox. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it like had like even like turbo rings. And the, yeah. I really liked the design of the ships. Um, I think the characters are really interesting. They're, um, there was one character, and I don't even want to say it because I don't want to blow it for people, but it, it was like a descendant from um, one of the earlier shows. Like yes. There's... Uh, I don't know. You can. Do you remember it? Do you remember the guy's name? No, I don't. But it yeah, was like Diego. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, and sorry. Anyways, we'll we'll let you guys find it. It's going to come out soon. So yes. in October. So it'll be there. But yeah. there's there there's so there's some more lineage in there. Yep. Um, and the characters look interesting and yep. um more more. It's a multicultural uh, thing as well. And we'll get to play with new aliens. And I don't know. I'm really excited for it. It looks like totally different. Yeah. It's going to be very hanging out in the airplane hangar. Yeah. You know, I think this might be as close as I get to my uh, Wedge Antilles dream. Maybe. Um, I hope not. More because this looks great, but I really, really want a Wedge Antilles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, Wedge Antilles piece. Yeah. Um, and it actually it seems really cool because, yeah, they're not necessarily affiliated with the Resistance yet. Like this, they look like they're going to be a subset, like a subsect yeah. of Resistance fighters that are gradually going to be in there. And yeah. we know the time frame too, right? Yeah, apparently someone inspected the webpage for resistance and found a hidden description somewhere that some Ooh. code of line or line of code i guess Love is the, what the kids are saying and uh it was like <laughs> apparently it says it's uh six months before the events of the force awakens six months yes so it bumps right up against it right but it could be running parallel i think it to will the force, right yeah yeah but really i mean the first two movies are what a week if that, right? So it's like, that's the thing. How much wiggle room do you have? Yeah. But by well, the time, but you think about October, right? By the time you get to, I mean, by the time you get to, I guess it's October, no, this year. So there's still a year yeah. after that before episode nine. I keep remembering how far off episode nine is. It's keep not soon. Bummed. It's not. This Christmas yeah. is going to be a sad thing. You're not getting anything Star uh, no. Wars this mm. Christmas, except for more resistance. Yes. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, so in theory. A couple I'm, seasons you could do. Yeah. That leads right up and into before episode nine drops, and then you have all the room in the world to play around with. Yeah. yeah. This this gives more credence to the idea that there's going to be a time jump mm -hmm. from, uh, from episode eight to episode nine. Yeah. Um, because I have a feeling like this will be, you know, the way they're going, it'll be the six months before, it'll be nearly real time. Yes. It's going to be concordant with like, you know, it, it'll probably culminate be right before episode nine comes out, I right. imagine is right when they'll be concordant with episode eight that, and get the call and exactly. possibly answer their call. And then, yeah. then we'll have our live action people, which would be yeah. really, really cool. And the fact that there are individuals from the sequel trilogies, the Disney movies that are voicing themselves like um, um, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron, um, yeah, Diego. Di yeah. Uh, no, not Diego no. Luna. Sorry. Yeah, I know Diego I did the same thing, yeah. Um, Oscar Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs. Um, I kept saying Oliver and I knew that wasn't right. And then yeah. I got that brain kind of skipping record Oliver, mm -hmm. Oliver, Oliver. Um, so yeah, he was in the trailer voicing voicing himself, voicing Poe po Dameron. So, yeah. And we know that a few other people are signed on to do it. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if they go the other direction as well, bringing the people from the cartoon into the live action, yeah. or at least the ships. Yeah. yeah that would, I, And you know, I've never seen that before, mm -hmm. but to go to like this sort of like low fidelity animation mm -hmm. to like live action, I think would be really... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited it, to see it's it. It's interesting. Just I mean, like they, I'd love to see Ahsoka Tano in yeah. live action too. They, I think that'd be a right. easier jump. They pulled that a little bit in with Rogue One, right? We got we got they call the ghost over yes. the hangar yes. thing. You see Chopper, you see in, Chopper. for a second, yeah. or possibly Chopper. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. I think it's Chopper supposed confirmed. to be. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. It would be interesting to see Harris and Dula. Yeah. Which, again, you could totally do those characters because yeah. they, they're aliens, it's makeup, and it can just yeah. be, you can have anyone. They can live as long yeah. as they want. They can age Maybe that's who Carrie Russell's playing. Oh, that would be cool, man. Yeah. Like, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense if she's in a cockpit. Mm-hmm. Huh. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah. I don't want it to be too gratuitous, but no. like, yeah, you know. But it'd be but, nice to have a connection to some of these things, or for you know, they can't be no the the main characters no. because not everyone watches no. all this stuff. You make it subtle. You make it so that fans who who get who watch it get something extra out of it. People who don't don't miss anything. Like yeah. the ghost call and seeing Chopper in Rogue One are so in the background that even the most dedicated fans missed it the first couple of times. Yeah. And it's there. It's a nice little Easter egg as opposed yeah. to like the other couple of drops in that movie like yeah. R2-D2 C-3PO which is a record scratching moment for me where it's just like... Yeah, what? What? It's like where it's yeah. just like here's a, like, here is a drop of something where I'm just yeah, like... Yeah. So it'd be nice if just in a battle so, somewhere you see the you see these ships in yeah. episode nine just flying around and you see them pulling a couple of cool moves and, and from a fan who doesn't know anything it's just a cool star fight. Right, exactly. Like, oh, that's yeah. a cool new ship to yeah. see the ghost. I think um, I I heard General Sindula the announcement over the intercom, mm-hmm. but I did not see the ship. I don't think we see the ship. I think we just it might just be that we oh we see it in Yavin. Oh, do we? Yeah, it's online. Check it out. Well, now it's, I gotta go. Watch it's in the Rogue top left corner of like this. <laughs> there's this. Um, there's that this, makes like, sense. Look down at the at the landing pad of Yavin okay. um, in Rogue One, right? Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Um, and it's in the top left corner, and you just you see about half the, the front half That's of the enough. ship. Yeah, 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 that's it's awesome. Cool. All right, I missed that. I can't believe I missed that. I've seen that movie for like ten times at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think it was just because I read something about yeah. it, and I, then I looked for it. Mm. Um, but again, it's you know for about like five frames. Yes. Um, cool. Um, yeah. So what's next? A couple other uh, news points. We last week we got, uh, or earlier this week we got a picture of uh, John Favreau hanging out with Dave Filoni, <laughs> nice. um, and the fans kind of went nuts. Um, are they teaming up for Favre's live action series? Does yeah. this mean we're going to get Mandalorians? Because yeah. we know Filoni's obsession with Mandalorians. Okay. Or obsession's a hard, maybe yeah. that's a strong word, but but intrigue or interest. In, yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's, I mean, he's got a more executive role now, yeah. uh, Filoni does. Yes. And I love the fact that he's interacting with these people. I mean, he's kind of new Lucas, you know? Yes. Like, um, and he's the lore master and he's doing right. a great job with it. So good for him. And it, yes. I mean, it, he, they, you know, in the, that Star Wars um, uh, show, you know, in the interview with him, he says he's a very busy guy. And yeah. he's only executive producing the Clone Wars season and um, Resistance. Resistance. So. And I remember we had that question, right, last week when yeah. that when he had that article. We, we said, yeah. what is he? what else is he working on? Well, I think we Bang. know he's yeah. working on this as well. Action. There he is. And I like the fact that we have Falver doing the show because he's been in Hollywood for a yeah. long, long time now, which is crazy, which makes me feel very old. Yeah. Um, that he's now, like, established Hollywood when I remember when he made Swingers. Um, yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, and he's made blockbusters, right? He he did First Two Iron Men. Yeah. Um, he did The Jungle Book. He's doing another live-action Disney movie. Mm-hmm. So he's got the backbone or the strength behind him yeah. to tell Filoni, yeah, that's great. I think I want to go this other way, right? Where he just doesn't, yeah. he, he can, his voice will be heard. So I yeah. think a, more of a collaboration between those two, hopefully, as opposed right. to just one overpowering yeah. the other. No, because they, they, they both bring different, mm-hmm. different toolkits with them, right? Yeah. I mean, Favreau knows Hollywood. He knows yes. acting. He knows big budget yeah. movies. 
Um, and Filoni doesn't know any of that. And yeah. but Filoni really is good at storytelling yeah. yep. and world building for yeah. Star Wars and um, and you know Lucas's whole idea. I mean, it's it's a great mix. Is this this is where I wish Grant was here for? Okay, Grant, I know you're listening. <laughs> is this an equivalent of Spielberg and Lucas hanging out? Mm, my, Lesser, my, like one yeah, level down. Because right. I'm not going to say that yeah. Favre is the Spielberg and that Filoni's yeah. a Lucas. But I, of the, I feel like they're and as great as those both two of mentalities are, are. I mean, Filoni's is going to accomplish a lot of things. But yeah, I don't think he'll ever be Lucas. And yeah, I, I, I Favre is going to do a lot of great work and has done a lot yes. of great work. No, he'll but, never be Spielberg. But, but in terms Spielberg. of personality and kind of their styles, yeah. I feel like that, which is really interesting. Which I feel like. Would, would points to a little bit of why the first trilogy was so successful. I mean, Lucas was the one running it, but he had, he surrounded himself with a lot of smart people yeah. who gave him a lot of yeah. ideas and told him when yeah. to pull back. Well, that's what I think the crux is. Is yeah. the important part is not who they are, who they represent, or how mm-hmm. like big mm-hmm. their star can go, or you know how their star can rise. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they're collaborating, yes, and that you have these two mega people, like you know, in their fields yeah. working together for something better. Yes. And I, I have a feeling this is more Kathleen Kennedy genius. Oh, She's yeah. seen like you know what, with more voices at the top in these production things yeah. with differing opinions, yep. it makes for a better, a, yep. a better product. It happened with Rogue One. It yep. happened with Force Awakens. Um, you know, it was it went a little off the rails with eight, even though what a movie. I mean, we talked about it forever, but I yep. have a feeling, you know, Ryan, it could be even better for Ryan Johnson on his next trilogy if he has a David Filoni with him. You yes. Know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I just think it's great. I, I think yeah. the, the more minds at this level, the better, especially if they're all good natured people that yes. just want to make good content yep. and play in this beautiful sandbox that is the galaxy far, yeah. far away. Yeah. I, I just love the way that the Star Wars um kind of whole executive team is shaping up and this is I think we I don't even think we talked about it on air I think we we're just hanging out back Probably. after taping yeah it's not like we ever stopped talking about no, Star Wars right? like it just goes on forever <laughs> uh, and I feel like kind of what my ideal is that you have Kathleen Kennedy staying there running the business end of it that the corporate mm. smart like just yeah. just knowing how to make this successful financially yeah. and then you have the creatives like Filoni being up there and being running these things and I just said that yep. kind of off the cuff open yeah. that happening it seems to be that's kind of where they're going which yeah. which is smart that's why Kathleen's almost irreplaceable because yeah. she knows she knows the content intimately mm-hmm. and she knows Star Wars better than pretty much anyone but yes. she is purely an executive administrator yeah. and yeah. Um, and you need someone that's good to yep. I mean to this this the size of this monster you know that is Lucasfilm yeah. I mean and, and all these different media that it in, encapsulates like you have to be a brilliantly organized mind and, and great with people. Yep. And looks like she's created a great yep. environment. I mean, um, and done everything well, yeah. um, aside from the video and, game art. Right. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> which isn't really her least. No. And, they, well, that's also something they just handed off, which is just yeah. driving me nuts. It's like, yeah. that's an important thing. Like, Marvel's comics, right? is still very closely connected to the storytelling group, very yep. closely connected to the canon. And I think that's why it's so successful. And I feel like, yes, video games are just another form of storytelling at this point. They're yeah. not a, a, stupid, a stupid 8-bit video game. And sorry, stupid was a harsh word because I still play. Yeah, who doesn't love a good 8-bit? 8-bit games. Games. But like, it's part of the universe and they have to treat yeah. it as such. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, yeah, I don't know why exactly they decided to just hand it to EA on the last time, but they're smart people. I have a feeling they're going to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, the budgets for these games are just as big as yeah. feature films. So, yeah. oh, um, and the profit scales on them are unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people doing really intelligent things, and that's what Star Wars deserves. Yeah. I've, and 
I'm repeating myself at this point, but uh, yeah, cool. Um, any other fun news? Yeah, subjects? there's one that kind of broke, I think, just before taping. Um, so Richard E. Grant, um, who's appearing in episode nine, um, being questioned by a reporter. Um, and the reporter, I think, flat out asked him, are you playing Th Thrawn? Or are you playing someone we know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he just said, nope, not playing Thrawn. And I think he said something along the lines of, there's no Thrawn. Like, kind of even just said, oh, there's wow. no Thrawn in it. Huh. Now, who knows what that means, right? Like, we, we could say, like, yeah. I, I tend to believe him. Um, yeah. Because I, that there's no Thrawn in it. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I we mean, in the past, messy. I don't think actors have been actually given that sort of leverage in order mm -hmm. to even make an announcement like that. Um, I don't think he was supposed to say that one yeah, way or the other. Yeah, it sounds a little bit out of, out of the realm of... So, I, I'll put air quotes around, um, he's not playing Thrawn, and there is no Thrawn. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like there very well could be. Yeah. Um, I, that, it could just be smoke. But, I mean, I, I'm like you. I'm inclined to believe him. Like, he's new to this whole thing. I don't, you know. Yeah. It, it, it makes the... It would be kind of crazy to tie Thrawn in. I had talked about it and sort of wanted to see it. He's a great character and would add a lot of gravity to yeah. either whatever side he ended up on, whether it be Resistance or First Order or yeah. Third Party. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just it's he's too expanded universe. You know? I agree, and yeah. it would just it, no one would understand. I don't think you could develop his character fast enough in Episode Nine to yeah. have people care about him as much as yeah. um, as much as we do. Yeah, I always feel bad because I feel like I'm the I'm in this I'm always the um, sometimes the very like not business focused but like feet planted firmly <laughs> on the ground focused. That's, which, we need that. which which is fun, which is fine and not fun. Um, <laughs> I think it's fun because I can never get my hopes up. But this is also the person when when they kind of leaked early that Maul was in mm. Solo. Then I went, no way. There's no way they're <laughs> gonna do that. And then the second that scene happened, it was very fun because I was in the theater going, even though I knew it was Thawne, I'm like, they're actually going to do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. And yeah. so maybe Thrawn will appear. And I'd like it. Like, I, from, from my fantasy endpoint, I love that character. I'd love to see it. I'm just kind of with you, Ben. I don't necessarily see it happening. It seems like too much of a jump. But yeah, there's a way. There's always a way, right, that they could bring him in and do it. But I don't know. We'll see. Um. So that's it for the Core World News this cool. week. Cool, that section. Um, I have, well, there was one other news item. Um, it just broke that Michael Cohen said he's going to completely flip on Trump, and um, he has the proof that Trump colluded with Russia, um, which is great news if you're an American um, that, you know, likes freedom. But, uh, yeah, no, Grant said... Uh, he would like us to make a comparison between uh, Mueller and Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's just texted in. Um, yeah. I don't know that that comparison can be made. I actually have a lot more faith in Mueller than I do in Mace Windu. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully when he's fighting the Emperor, he doesn't just like roll over real quick and get his yeah. hand. Like... I don't think there's a Mueller analog in the Star Wars universe. It would have to be like rich, you know, war hero. Yeah crime fighter yeah it's tough right that takes on i mean it would be like Mueller would have had palpatine in a 
Rickoli. paper bag over his shoulder. You know, <laughs> no, like, I know, right? This you know, is nothing. He would have he he would have actually taken down Palpatine. That's sort a of thing. before that all happened, yeah. right? Like, oh, you know who it might be actually if you look at the Clone Wars, um, Bail Organa, Organa, Bail, maybe a little bit, or yeah. like, or like even Padme. The right. way Padme is portrayed in the Clone Wars series is like right. maybe the no, closest thing. Bail's to... a good analog, even though he ended up dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, careful, um, but. It did his he fought the long fight. Yep. He fought the right fight. Yep. And he um and he ultimately ended up overthrowing the Empire. Yeah. Um posthumously. Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bobby Three Sticks is gonna be just fine, everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um cool. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um yeah. another part of the core world news I wanted to just mention, um, there was uh, a big um, community transmission for those of mm. you still um, like me, uh, still playing um, uh, Battlefront 2 um, which is the only really AAA video game going on right now yeah. um, so they, there's going to be a new update, it's going to happen next week um, the 29th of August mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be called the Elite Core update and um, they're going to introduce the 41st Elite Core and the th- 327th Elite, uh, Star Core and they were the special Republic um, Army commandos that um, one worked alongside Yoda. The um, the forty first worked with Yoda in Kashyyyk, and the three twenty seventh were actually they actually were with Ayala Sakura, mm. um, who has is not in the game, is not even rumored to be in the game. Mm. Um, but they also assisted Anakin Skywalker um, on uh, Naboo. Boo? No, wait. Um, I'm going to take part in the... Yeah, I don't know. They, they work with Anakin Skywalker. So um, the new the new heroes, we don't know how exactly they'll be rolled out, but it'll be Anakin and Obi-Wan and Grievous and Dooku. Yeah. Um, and we think it's going to be Obi-Wan and Grievous first. So um, I don't know. They I don't think we're going to get them yet. I think this is just... They're just rolling out the clone troopers first. Yeah. Then we'll get the heroes. Um, they got to stretch said, for time. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be... Yeah, and I don't think this is going to have... I don't see anything about the new... There's going to be a new game mode. Um, and so they're going to start prepping for that. But um, they just have a lot of um, info on... It's going to be 35,000 credits for the heroes... Um, and it's going to be for this uh, uh, twenty thousand credits um, for each clone trooper appearance, right. or you can get all, uh, and it's just going to be over assault, heavy, and specialist class, um, or you can pay forty thousand and get the bundle. Right. Um, so I think that there'll be two sets of that. Um, so I've been saving my credits. I have over two hundred thousand, cool. and um, I'm well, there you get go. Those just day one, you'll be able to run around yeah, doing all that stuff. Even though I'm kind of a um, Actually, I've been more of a heavy main lately, but I, I do like uh, the officer class a lot. And it's kind of a bummer. I was hoping they would roll out some armor for the um, for the mm. officer class because the clone officers just look like Tamara Morrison in a gray suit. Oh, um, all right. Which is sort of funny. But it, yeah. it, it's important in game competition that you sort of those characters stand out at a distance. Okay, that makes um, sense. Yeah. But still, it's like, I mean, Commander Cody, right. um, Rex, I mean, yeah. those would be great. There's also uh, the thing everyone's geeking out about online right now is that in, there's an image that goes along with this release mm-hmm. and like very tiny at the bottom of the screen in the same color of the ground is a droidica oh, and um, right. those were in the 2005 yeah, Battlefront yeah, yeah. games and were super fun and awesome yes, yeah. and I know that um, 
I know yeah. the dice would make a beautiful rendering of that. That'd be really cool. Sorely missed, I know. Yeah. Um, and so people want it. So, anyways, that'll well, be exciting. And there's always they do these community these transmissions. Um, there's a bunch of bug fixes. There's always stuff that they don't say. Right. And then um, that's my Chewini Audrey making a ton of noise. In case you haven't figured that out by now. Yeah. Um, but uh, right. yeah, so um, that's kind of exciting. I, they had to do a double XP weekend, and I played a bunch and ranked up some people. And um, nice. I'm 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 not doing it all the time now, but I'm mixing it in between God of War and uh, Monster Hunter, and it's, oh, good. Um, you know just when I need have five minutes to go. Yes, I'm gonna pwn some noobs. Talk to you about those other two off air. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Maybe this will get me to play Star Wars Battlefront two finally. Yeah, you guys keep doing it. We just got to find a time to, yeah. um, and play. Um, yeah. I'm my username is uh, HRMBWD all caps. Um, yeah. If you wanna, if you're nice. playing the game um, and you want to get in, I don't usually. I'm usually lone wolf. I don't play with anyone. But yeah. um, if you uh, if you hit me up, I'm I'm private, so you'll have to try and friend me. Um, yeah. But if you do it, I'll know it's you because no one even tries anymore. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, and yeah, happy to get in yeah. with our listeners and um, yeah, I know we had a couple of listeners asking if we play and and oh, cool. what we play on so so I'm yeah, glad so you on PS4 that, so, HRM yeah. BWD, uh, um, um, yeah, yeah um, cool. then a couple other quick little house cleaning random items. Uh, last week we talked about the rumors that episode nine might be split into two oh, yeah. segments, and I put it up on Instagram, kind of asking our listeners what they thought about it, and you know we had kind of spent quite a bit of time talking about why we don't really want that and maybe we're just grumpy old men because the response i got was why wouldn't we want that right which put it a bit in perspective i'll read a couple of quick quotes um i am no jedi stated uh i am just uh all about a good production if truly the material cannot be covered in one movie great um uh and then he even says if it's a ploy for more revenue i can even understand that yeah (laughs) um got no problem with tons of star wars material as long as it's not half-assed that's a good point good point and then I think Ellie Millie kind of put it the most succinctly, more on-screen ton- content is better than less on-screen content. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's that's kind of what we came to yeah. at the end of... Well, I mean, that was the defense I tried to make at the end of our last episode or uh, during the last episode was that just sort of like, I don't, you know, I don't know why I don't think more isn't better in this case. Um, yeah. I think we decided that we were just like, let's just tie a bow on this as soon yeah. as possible. Yeah. Uh, but maybe because it was just so, yeah. you know, all the backlash after eight was just like, I don't know if I can handle that again. Right. And wait another two years or even just a year. And then, and then also just having like, again, I don't know. And this is probably old man, Adam, but just like, we were promised nine <laughs> oh, movies. Just right. give us nine movies. Yeah. Like there's some traditional super weird about yeah. that, but like, Again, though, if they said to be continued at the end of this, I'm going to get out of my street seat and start jumping around and clapping. Like, right. you know, so yeah. so who knows? I know that would be really exciting. They do a two and a half hour movie and they're like, yeah. where's this going? Where's yes. this going? How are they going to wrap this up? And then and they yeah. don't. Yeah. I mean, this is Disney's monster now. You yes. know, they, this is their quote unquote trilogy. Yeah. Maybe it's not a trilogy. And it's just like, hey, we can still honor George and take it and in a new direction. As much um, of a reaction that was seen online to episode eight, these are their stalwarts, are the episode numbers, right? Yeah. Because all the only other things we have to, ex- to experience are Rogue One, highly successful, and Solo, underperformed. Mm. Right. We only have two of those. We still have two of the other ones, and episode eight did gangbusters as much as people were kind of, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Plenty of people went to go see it five times. Yeah, I mean, they're, it's really going to be the end of an era when they yeah. when they finish the Skywalker yeah. saga. And they're going to, I mean, they've got this brand new, um, uh, you know, uh, amusement park being built, yep. you know, for this. And then they're going to fall off a ledge a little bit when they don't have their main, yes. you know, Skywalker saga stuff done. Yeah. They're, you know, they have their pick of all the best directors and producers in the yep. world. Um, 
all the any every actor in the world wants to do this. They you know they have a great tradition of picking unknowns and using them. Um, yeah. And gems like Kelly Marie Tran. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be different when they're done. And yeah. I don't really know what that's going to look like. Yeah. But uh, hey, we're going to find out in 484 days. Oh, is that all? <laughs> great. But I think 482 for those who are listening to the podcast. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so good you for you. Just skip two you. days. Yeah. Um, because that's how time works. Uh, and then the other, um, the other, not really news, but I think it's kind of funny. We've been doing um, title speculations mm. for episode nine. Um, oh, yeah. Who hasn't? Um, right. And I think I put I, I put my money down on a new order about yeah. three weeks ago. And now suddenly everyone online, there's, there's all these think pieces being written about. Hey. This is the best title suggestion ever. <laughs> so you're welcome, everyone. Yeah. I just um, want to say thanks, Adam. Yeah, that's all me. See um, what you've done? All joking aside, I did, because we were texting back and forth, I did trace that title back to a Reddit thread from January of this year. Oh, okay. Someone first posted that. I don't do Threadit. I, just, threaded, I don't do Reddit. So I do want to say that I came up on that all on my own. Mm-hmm. But I think what that proves... That's a logical title. It's a logical title, which is why it will not be the title. It's too logical. <laughs> it's too whatever. As much as Star Wars claims they don't, Ryan Johnson claimed he didn't listen to fan theories. Yeah. You can't not. And they're not. They're going to go. If they go, this is the title, they're going to do a Google search. And they're going to see that people did this. And they're going to go, let's come up with another one. Well, is... you know, Ryan Johnson did that. And, like, yeah. I mean, he managed somehow. I mean, when you think about the entire hive mind of the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. Right? And, like, all of the, the, the theories and, yeah. you know, speculation that they threw out there. He managed, he had to look at a lot of it because yeah. he didn't yes. do anything anyone called. No. I mean, there. I think there was someone who was like, oh no, you know, Luke Skywalker is going to be a crazy hermit. And, you know, but um, but there was, you know, it was a surprise to most. Yeah, absolutely. And I, mean, I don't think there's too much <laughs> damage to um, if there's a little predictability to what. JJ does. If he does a couple, you know, yeah. a couple things that people yeah. actually want to see. I mean, it's all in the presentation, and yes. he knows how to sort of juke you one way and then take you back to where you yeah. want to land. Um, really excited to see. Yeah. Like he's one person where I would, you know, I would say maybe Filoni and um, no, maybe not Filoni, but I, you know, a lot of people consider JJ to be the modern day Spielberg. We were talking about yeah, the absolutely. There. I mean, he's yeah. one person who can stand with Spielberg. So yeah, we're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to go down a whole route of go down there. Why I, JJ? I don't think JJ's the modern day Spielberg because I think JJ wants to be the modern day Spielberg too bad that he just feels really? like a half copied photocopy of Spielberg sometimes at his worst, at his best. He's an amazing director. I think yeah. Force Awakens is so good because it felt like yeah his finally his movie but if you go watch super eight which is a fun movie yeah it's him just trying to do an impression of spielberg for two hours and a lot of it works and a lot yeah. of it does not yeah. um so that's just kind of my whole thing about like no he, uh, he's taking his lumps but, for sure but then, um but i, I really like the, his movies i think like, the, I don't the wanna... hollywood industry thinks of him like that like the budgets he gets the deals yeah he gets, the way yeah he's yeah but like some of his early stuff that he did like mission impossible 3 is a really solid movie yeah um but anyway so um so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I, you know, talking about predictability, um, Ryan had the freedom of being the middle movie, right? Meaning that yeah, he didn't have to be predictable because it's not yeah. on him to fix it or to bring it all back to predictability. I think I think episode nine can only end so many ways without the fans yeah having a riot, right? So so there's I think there's some amount of predictability when you wrap it up, like when you tie it back all together. You can yeah. go so far off the off the distance before you just lose everyone, right? So yeah. like I don't think everyone's gonna blow up. 
Right. Totally. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I had had this weird, like, fever dream last night that, like, Ray... It ends with Ray going evil, <laughs> going dark side. Yeah, I've had that thought too. Which and like, yeah, like Kylo and Ray actually they do merge, but they could both go dark side, and it's just like that, you know. And they defeat the resistance, and now there's like these yeah. new resistance pockets that are springing up. But it's this weird dark yeah. overlords, you know, that 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 run the galaxy, which would be super dark and probably not going to happen for a Disney movie. No, that's the thing. Cool. It's a Disney, but I've always had that thought of it would be very poetic and really great to the series if they actually flip. By yeah. the end, is that Ray starts out light, Kylo starts out dark, oh, and, they change and that they meet in the middle in Episode Eight, and then they go the opposite direction in Episode Nine, and that by the end you have actually Kylo defeating Ray. Wow. But you're not going to do that in a Disney movie. You're not going to do that in with with how important of a character Ray is to to the world at this point and to so many people. I'd love that, and like JJ that. would be my hero if he went that way. Yeah. But I've had this theory for a long time. But you notice I haven't said it on the podcast because even I'm like that's just never going to happen. Like that's just never. This is what we yeah. do: is say yeah. things that are never going to happen. Though that's I mean, this is literally see my conversation 15 minutes ago where I, I said I'm very feet on feet on the ground type yeah, of person, yeah. but like. That's, That's not a feet on the ground theory, but I love it. Yeah, I love that idea. I, there's something about me just, and I mean, we've all played around with those ideas and concepts. There was that video game that was canceled that had all these like alternative reality yeah. concept yeah, yeah, art yeah. for dark side Luke and light side, you know, Vader and yes, um, you know, dark side, you know, window. And there's like dark side Obi Wan, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. dark side Obi Wan. It was yeah. like really pretty super cool. cool. Yeah. And like to see like. I mean, we haven't had a female antagonist. We did, yeah. We are talking about that last week, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, it would be, like, really cool to have her just be this this dark, depraved person. Yeah. Even though, I mean, she seems so good at her core and, like, everything know. she's done. She goes but, immediately to the dark. We were yeah. told that all through Episode Eight, right? Yeah. And all through Episode Seven, Some we were desperation told that, to belong. that Kylo's being pulled to the light, yeah. you know? Anyway, so they could do it. It would be it would be fascinating. Yeah, I'd love it. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I'll be happy with it. It wouldn't be the... Me most sexist thing that Star Wars does. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like it shouldn't, I mean, it'd be like, oh, and then the white male saves the day again. Right. Um, like that, you get, that would be sort of issue. a bummer. Yep. Yep. But, um, but, yeah. it, it, but brave if they did that. Yeah. Um, still in, the, in yeah. the opposite way. I feel like if it was a comic or if it was a book or if it was not, or yeah. if it was a small independent film, that's where they would go. But I think it's, you know, Star Wars has to have certain, and right. as we'll hit next week, we start talking about here at A Thousand Faces again, right? Some of these, there are certain stalwart yeah. things that they have to hit. Um, so let's see. So Grant, so mine was a New Hope for the title. Grant was a New Resistance, you mean a New New Order, a New Order. What did I think? New Hope is I a good one. Doing though. that, I've heard that somewhere, somewhere. There. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Grant was a New Alliance. Yeah. And you still have to come up with yours. Um, um, yeah. You don't have to come up right now. I'm not going to put you on the spot, um, but I will give you a deadline because I was looking up when they announced the title for Episode Eight. Okay. And it was January, so I think you have until January to come up with your title and lock it down. So they'll yeah. probably release it. And it was released two days before my birthday. So I'm hoping my birthday present this year is going to be the title reveal for episode nine. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I am uh, I have a couple ideas. Um, one, I think, I'm thinking one word sort of. I like that. Yeah. Um, if it's the right sort of thing. And I, I actually, no, I had I had one in mind, but I'll have to. I'll, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refine it. Yeah. I'll see if I can bring one next week. All That'll right. be my homework. That's your homework, yeah. Um, because I already read, um, <laughs> I already read my chapter for hero of a thousand faces so yeah so last week we we started it off with essentially the prologue of hero of a thousand faces it was the monomyth um and then next week we're gonna do um chapter one which is departure and um we'll try try and keep these kind of organized and um you know so if you haven't read it you know you won't feel like you need to yeah 
we did sort of a freeform discussion about the monomyth last um, last week, which is fascinating. Yeah. It's sort of the overarching. And to be to give us a little to be fair, that first chapter isn't super linear. Linear, and yeah. but it does get very linear after yeah. this. So I think we'll, as Ben was saying, we'll kind of introduce. We'll say what each section we're talking about is, and give you maybe a ten second quick overview. Yeah. of Here's the main argument of this part, and then yeah. kind of go from there. Yeah, which yeah. is um, super cool because yeah, it, and it's yeah, it does. It just goes. It's like there's this part, and then it's really only two or three pages, sort of describing like each yes. section and then using of the monument. large examples. So it's yeah, like, in terms of like from reading it, I was trying to not read it as I would read in grad school, where I can go, oh, I can skip this paragraph. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, engage, engage with it. <laughs> I know I haven't I haven't read like this since um, I don't know when college, and I'm just like realizing like, oh my god, I was a terrible student, <laughs> um, and uh, and now I'm actually because I'm actually applying my myself to this and yeah. i've just happened to read reread read reread yeah. read. and um but it's it, it now it's it's moving along quite yeah. quickly because the the myths themselves are fascinating yes he, he does these retellings yeah. of all these stories it's a fun read the dream stuff is kind of weird it's very it's weird like it's yeah. very, it's, bring, it's bringing in yeah. dream analysis and psychoanalysis and so again as we talked about yeah. not my favorite thing here's this so. random guy's dream but it totally applies and i'm like okay that's a little more of a stretch than yeah. i want to admit and weird that you're able to find one example of something that existed from millions of analyzed dreams that you probably had access to sorry this yeah. is what was going through my head as yeah, opposed to also too. sitting on the couch going <laughs> like just right. making noises as right. i like he, but anyway he, he could have finished yeah. the book just by like hey i compiled every myth um and and legend of every um yeah. you know race and religion yeah. in the world like that that's quite a, that's quite an ambitious project but like no he's like i have to prove it with psychoanalysis and dream analysis that yeah. also says that these these stories they come from god like they come from some what's place. really interesting is and i don't know a lot about joseph campbell other than this like i don't and i was a psych major and a social uh, minor and a crim justice minor and all that stuff so i don't yeah. I, I encountered his name a little bit but i always encounter his name when looking at mythology, right, and yeah. looking at literature in a lot of ways, I wonder what he would consider himself or what he would consider this book. Because I think I have a seeking suspicion. If you if you got him, which mm-hmm. obviously you can't, said, "What is this book? Where should it be? If you put it in the library, what section would it be? What section? Does he it would be? argue psychology. I think he I would. Think too. He would. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. he would too. He was so obsessed with it, yeah. and he wrote it in forty nine. Yeah, um, but it came. The second edition was sixty eight, yeah. and then like the third edition was two thousand eight. Yeah, and so all that Freudian yeah. stuff was just really, really just big. big. Yeah, huge yeah. at that point. So. But um, yeah, super interesting. He's got yeah. a lot of videos that are surfacing on Netflix now, um, and I haven't watched all of them or any of them really. I just seen them and have been like, oh, I'm gonna watch that. Um, and but there, there's different ones that he did a lot of work after this. Yes, um, he became, yeah. this popularized him, and then he did a lot of yeah. work. But uh, cool. So, anyways, it's we're just gonna be pulling the the um, Star Wars stuff, and it's really cool. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know the last. Yeah. Anyways, we're, yeah. I'm gonna talk a lot about Gungans next week. <laughs> oh, fascinating. <laughs> Yes, yes, you should. I never like really thought about that because I struggled a lot with the uh, prequel trilogies with this stuff. So I'm right. good that you yeah. got some stuff there because I got a lot from the original and from the sequel trilogy. All right, so cool. anyway, we'll hit on that next week. Yeah, awesome. So thanks again for listening. Um, this will be a short one. Um, we miss you, Grant. We'll see you next week. And um, yeah, keep those uh, questions rolling in um, at SW Weekly Pod on uh, Twitter and uh, the, the Star Wars, the Star Wars Weekly. Weekly. Um, on the gram and if you want to you have a long form thing you just want a um, private message um, we have uh, the star wars weekly at gmail.com um, and I totally look at that more yeah. than once a week sometimes and if you have a second feel free to rate and review us on iTunes or any other of the uh, podcast where you get your podcast that yeah. helps us yeah I'm working on that I might be we might be on Spotify as early as next week so nice. um, we'll see how that goes yeah thanks so much and uh, may the force be with you